to the earliest in the morning ever edition of All Geek No Chic. Indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Um, we hope you liked that introduction. That was sent to us by our editor. We thought it was fantastic. Yeah. We loved it. it. Um, it's early in the morning. As we said, it's, what, seven in the morning at the minute? About that, yeah. Um, we haven't been to bed yet because we were playing some poker. Amongst other things. Mainly poker. Mainly poker, yeah. We, we had a little All Geek No Chic tournament. I'm the Olgeet Nashik Poker Champion. For now. For now. For <coughs> our next game. And you suddenly don't like kings. No. Or queens. Damn those perfect kings. kings. <laughs> <laughs> or in fact, cards. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sun's rising today. We don't, we've never recorded it with the sun up before. Looks like it'll be a nice day. Brilliant. Quite clear sky from the look of things. Yeah. It's really good. In recent news, Old Geek No Chic recently entered a um, pub quiz, and I think we did quite well. Yeah, we did. Vowels wasn't there, so we had to call in some help. One of our regular listeners came, Kyla came, and a bunch of other randomers. It was good. We came second of about, what, 12 teams? About that, yeah. We were a long way ahead of everyone except the one team. But to be fair, there were six of us and 20 of them. <laughs> we were never really <coughs> going to... And a chance against that brain power. You win anything. We want a box no, of cho- milk chocolate chockies yeah. with the little lumps of chocolate nuts. They're quite nice. They're very good. As team captain, I got to choose, and, and that's what I picked because the bottle of wine had already gone for the first team. And that would be pretty tricky to share anyway. Yes, between six. Of them. They were sharing it between twenty. That was like a sip <laughs> each. Sip each. Flash it. Flash like to welcome a new member to our elite listeners. Remember our elite listeners are the listeners that have given us things to say. So, so far there's Hugh and Bethan in the elite listeners. Elite listener club. In the elite listener club. I would now like to add Marge Trout. I'll read it and, and kind of pause because it's got eight main points so we can discuss each one. It starts. Hello, I'm your biggest listener, uh, biggest fan slash only listener. I listen to your complaints about no one emailing you and subjects so here are my ideas. One, John should touch Tim and Giles should watch. Luckily it doesn't specify where, so here we go. You watching Giles? Yeah. I've touched his head. Ooh, that's a bit risky. <laughs> <laughs> that one's done. Steady on, John. Steady on. Would you prefer the shoulder? Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I touched the shoulder as well, if you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bizarre email. Two, maybe try half hour of silence. Uh, we're not actually going to give you a half hour of silence, but we'll tell you how you can get it. Turn the volume down, keep it playing. <laughs> that way, your half hour of silence, you're there. Three, I'm afraid I can't help you with, I don't really know any, but apparently there's not enough fart jokes. 
Did you call me your always farting, Tim? Haven't you got some stocked up? <laughs> <laughs> Not currently, no. You just let it go whenever it builds up. <laughs> Paul, we're nearly halfway through this email now. Tim should laugh less and cough more. I agree you laugh less, but why cough more? Five. Giles should be the only person allowed to speak. <laughs> Everything must be written down and approved by Giles live. This way, no rubbish is said, and more importantly, the bulk of the podcast would just be silent. I agree. What's the obsession with the silent podcast? I don't think they like us. I get that impression. <laughs> I think they love me. I think. I think <laughs> you two can just do hand gestures, and I'll just speak. And apparently touch each other. Yeah. Except you don't get to touch me, I just get to touch you. Oh, not me. So, yeah, that's not going to happen just because Giles can't read. Well, he does mess, he can't really speak English. Six. And this one's going to be tough if we ever go for it. Just because of our baseline on everything. No one should be allowed to slag off anything because this podcast would be worse. Even worse than the girls allowed doing Most Haunted. All we do is slag stuff off. That's our thing. Our That's what we're good at. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Sorry, We, we don't really like much. We like a few things. We love Transformers. A lot of people yeah. slag that off. We went for it big time. Oh, speaking, that was in the first episode, and speaking of it, Giles, would you like to plug the YouTube thing for it? Oh, yes. Um, the, the first episode's up on YouTube, in case it gets deleted. It's www.youtube.com forward slash 98smithd um, if you're interested. That's my page with all the websites. All the episodes. I should put the second one on in the next week. So being on YouTube, it's video. Have you put like pictures behind it? or? I just put random pictures up. Because um, I've not looked at this. I've, I've got every like minute it changes. I just Google, Google search or whatever I ha- we happen to be talking about and I put pictures up. Cool. And have many people looked at it? We've had 30 views. That is more than we have on uh, <coughs> on, on allgeeknochic.podbean.com. I, I feel you're expanding our listener base more than I Tim ever so. has. <laughs> well, Tim hasn't invited anyone, he hasn't. Sometimes I think he doesn't even care. Tim Do you care, Tim? Defend yourself, Tim. <laughs> yeah? I haven't got around to inviting people to the Facebook group. Why? Why? You spend your life on Facebook. Right. You spend a lot of it on Facebook with that poker thing. True. All you have to do is take five minutes out at the start and just click on everyone and say invite. I made you an officer so you could as well. Even Dave's done it. And Speaking of Dave, our editor, he'll be making a guest appearance in the next episode, so tune in, download, have a listen to that. It'll be great. Is he coming down, is he? He's coming down on the 7th of February for a few days, I think he said. Oh, he's going like to look at more of them buildings. That's Damien. Damien looks at buildings. Damien looks at buildings. I've met Dave. You've met Dave, he's been down a few times. He doesn't look at buildings. He doesn't. He does some occupational therapy or something. I, I've never... It's like helping people get back into work. Right, Damien, he likes buildings. Is he going to come on the day? If he ever comes down, he can come on the show if you want him on. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. I like Dave, Damien. He's a good friend of mine. Yes, we can have some special guests on, but we're going to start with the editor, who is the uh, fourth member of All Geek No Chic. Kind of the, uh, the silent partner, who will stop being silent when he comes. He's in commentary, it's hard for us to do it with him. Shall I, shall I get on with this email? Because we have another two points. Seven, and this one I think we all agree with. He just happened to be stupid the week we made him idiot of the week. But point number seven is Jeremy Clarkson is king. 
Yeah. yeah. We, we all love Jeremy Clarkson. He was just a moron for like a second when he wrote that article. And oh. that made him idiot, idiot of the week. Wait, are, you, are you in the, is anyone else in the, the Facebook group making Prime Minister? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not. Oh. There's a link on that somewhere to um, find the petition on the oh. uh, government page for that. On that Facebook group. Well, I don't think that'll ever happen myself. No. <laughs> we'll have a try with uh, point number eight, uh, and I've already thought of who, who's I'm nominating for this. Rate whose voice of you three is most annoying. I, I would like to vote for myself. I don't like my own voice. I, I, I listen to this and I find it whiny. Everyone thinks about their own voice. No one likes to find their own voice. I know, that's what I'm voting for. Are you voting for your, your voice? I think, I think voice is quite neutral, I don't think. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have to vote for <laughs> You can have a vote. I won't be insulted. Well, I'm used to your two voices, and I know my voice sounds weird to myself anyway. I just got used to it. Fair enough. Any of them annoying. Okay. You have a vote, Giles? I don't know. I'll vote for myself for a tie. There you go. It's a, it's a joint tie between me and Giles. Um, if you're interested in who, who we think the voice is the most annoying. Not that I think mine's the most annoying, because I hear it most, because I speak most on this. Um, <coughs> the rest of the email says, I look forward to hearing you read out my email. There you go. It will be the best bit of the week's podcast. Well, we'll see about that. We've got some good stuff lined up, we think. All my love, Marge. Who kisses at the end as well? I'm not sure she's a fan or not. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she is in the Elite Listeners, simply for emailing. I printed that out just so I could read it. It's going in the bin now. Ah, oh, I missed. Close. Oh, good shot, John. All the way yeah, straight in. It, it was in. <laughs> it's now time for our two regular segments. First, we've got Idiot of the Week. I found this on the internet last night. I thought it was amazing. I've not shown Tim or Giles yet, so I think uh, we'll surprised. get that level of amazement. But the headline of this article was, is iPhone versus 18-wheeler. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it to you. A Kansas man has posted photos of his fully functional iPhone after the device flew off the trunk of his car at freeway speeds, only to be run over by a semi-truck, that's an 18-wheeler truck, travelling at an estimated 70 miles an hour. The man says his iPhone work, still works seamlessly in every way, from making and receiving calls to sending text messages. Here's the quote. Much to my surprise, as I approached, I heard the familiar sound of my ringtone. The iPhone was alive and ringing, the man recalled. As I picked it up and cradled it gently in my hand, I saw the screen displaying my caller ID. The screen still worked. I slid my finger gently over the answer slide and paused as I held the tattered and torn device in my ear. My heart must have skipped a beat when I heard my mum's voice at the other end of the phone. The phone still worked. That's amazing. That's pretty impressive. The guy is actually an idiot. He left. He took his. He was changing his jacket for a heavier coat because it was cold while filling up at petrol station. Put his iPhone on the boot of his car to take out his jacket and put it in the coat. Forgot it there. Went paid. Got into his car. Drove off. About five minutes later, um, realized that he didn't know where his uh, iPhone was, <coughs> and because of the nature of the American highways. He had to drive for 15 miles before he could find an exit so he could turn around and come back. Whoa. He went to the petrol station, asked the guy at the counter, and they said no one had handed it in. He searched all around the car park and everything, 
and all on the on-ramp for the stuff and that. And he couldn't find it anywhere. And just when he was giving up to go back, he got into his car, um, started heading up, and he saw this thing shining kind of in the middle of the freeway, yeah. where cars are zipping past at 75 miles an hour. He pulls over on the side, gets out, and waiting for these things to pass, he starts to cross, and this big 18-wheeler truck comes, moved to the outside lane, seeing him, that happened to be where the iPhone was. He took straight over it with the tyres, <laughs> oh, and no. there are the photos for you. And uh, that's the phone still working. I was amazed at that. I think it's a miracle. Steve Jobs is a latter-day saint, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... Why would this thing still be working? It literally got flattened. It blew off into some ditch after the 80-wheeler went past it. Um, he does sound like a bit of an idiot, this guy. Because later, later this, he quotes, I've banged this phone up many times since I bought it. The day they re- he bought it the day they released it last June. He said, I've dropped it down a flight of concrete stairs, slid it across a parking lot, dropped it on cement, and evenly pass- even partially submerged it in water, and the little phone just keeps on trucking. <laughs> Here's from Kansas. Yeah, more money than sense, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we just throw this, like, 300-pound device around. $500 worth of iPhone. Yeah. The iPhone has been put through more hell than any crash test could put it through, with the exception of the os- obvious scratches on the back and the fact that the whole panel's missing on the back. Yeah. Um, I'll put the link up somewhere on our Facebook group, I guess, for the work for this article. With the exception of a few obvious scratches on the back and the oh. small dead spots on the screen, it's amazing. None of the damage actually affects the functionality or performance of the phone. Imagine if everything could stand that kind of damage. Like, for instance, my computer had a bit of an accident the other day. So glad about that. But, you know, it's fine, really, because it didn't actually damage the insides. It's just the middle row of keys stopped working. Is it so working yet? No, I'm having to plug my old keyboard into it. Just to explain, it's a, such a series of coincidences that I should have seen it coming. Um, I was having my... I've got a little one-person cafeteria of coffee, which is a great Christmas present. Um, and I'd made some, like, a few days ago, before it happened. And I put the cafeteria on the side on the edge of my drawers thing. And then I clean then I cleaned the room. So everything that was on the floor kinda of got piled up on the drawer so I could hoover the floor. So then I was using my computer while lying on my bed, with the drawers next to the bed, so the cafeteria was on the edge. Then Kyla went to change a DVD, which happened to be behind this pile of stuff. But she was carefully moving it and the cafeteria just slipped and the little bit dregs of coffee in it. And like that little bit of liquid you that was left at the end kind of splashed across the keyboard. And the middle rows have just stopped working. The caps lock works, but A to J don't work, and then the rest work except return and backspace. Which is interesting. But the rest of the computer works fine, so I'm just plugging my old keyboard into it. Which makes it less of a laptop, but it still ticks along. Might fix itself in time. I'm hoping, but I'm not overly confident on that. I think it's just like the connector with the keyboard itself. Yeah. You get a replacement keyboard. The keyboard's all individual keys, though. They're not connected. Oh, right. I don't really know how, how I would do it. Yeah. I mean, the old MacBooks had these little tab bits that you could lift up the whole keyboard out of it. Yeah. And it was attached by a cable. Which leads to an interesting toy. Dad had... This was years ago, Dad had a laptop. Um, if I remember rightly, he was, look, he was bored on a train. We opened it up and lifted up the keyboard to look inside. Poked the hard drive with a pencil and broke it. <laughs> Which, for the head of a computer science department, if I've got that wrong, he can email, he'll tell me, and, you know, 
uh, and I can share it with the all geek public. But for a heavy computer science moment, just to break it by poking it with a pencil. Doesn't seem that bright. But you know, it's fine. And that was fine, you just got it replaced. Anything else you would like to be as sturdy as... Th- apart from everything. As sturdy as the anything else you found that sturdy that you think it could get run over by an 18-wheeler truck and survive? You got anything? Do you think your phone could set that? I don't think mine could. Mine's already quite bad. Um, I'm not sure. It's, it's got, my phone's fairly chunky. Fairly solid. But I don't know. It probably crushed the keys, I reckon. I think the iPhone, the iPhone survived partly because it was a flat... The whole thing was a flat screen so it was touch screen. Yeah. And it's amazingly thin, so it didn't probably make push that much. My guessing. Mm. But you know, I don't think it's something they would have thought of to test at Apple. Can yeah. we run this over? You could get an eighteen-wheel truck. I mean, I don't think my that. iPod would survive that. No, I think it would. But the new ones are quite tough for all metal bodies. I'm not going to try it. To be <laughs> honest, I don't run an eighteen-wheel truck for a start. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> second segment. <laughs> it's one we've not really had anything for a while. But we think we may have some news. It's rumoured. Um, it could be interesting. The Christine Blakely segment. We've kind of glossed over this recently because there's been no news. But, Giles, you found something out recently. Yep. Um, I've got quite a good reason to believe that she's quit the one today. Quit or been fired? I'm going to say be fired. This is what's interesting. Next, next intrigue and adventure. Yep. Um, that Hannah person... Mylene. Mylene, whatever. She's had a child. Um, she had a baby. Now she's back presenting it. And uh, Still with Adrian Childs. Um, Still with Adrian Childs? Yep. He's the important and, one. Uh, you all love Adrian Childs. That's not for me. He does match the day sometimes. Does working lunch as well. Or not. I probably recognise him. You will. You don't recognise him. Mainly because you've seen the one show. Yeah. Anyway, Christine Blakely <laughs> has been fired. Yeah, so she's now looking for a new position to be filled. So it's, we have to keep our eyes and ears open to see what see what's coming up next. Quite exciting, really. It's a whole new chapter in Christine Blakely life. The next segment I have named "Scraping the Barrel." Clarify this. I don't mean in terms of stuff we. Could, well, I kind of mean in terms of, <laughs> in terms of stuff we. Because we are pretty much. But what I wasn't referring to is food-wise, scraping the barrel. Like what you do when you're running out of food, as Tim is and has, and just ate three veggie sausages for a meal. (laughs) So, how can I phrase this as a question? What is the most scraping the barrelist meal you've had, you you can think of? Well, I had done last week, but I didn't, I couldn't actually eat it. It wasn't really scraping the That's barrel. That's quite bad for you. Yeah. Some of the stuff you eat. <laughs> well, a I normal had... meal for you is noodles with baked beans mixed in. That kind of thing. That's quite a good meal, that is. Um, it was stewed steak in this can um, with spaghetti um, and I think carrots. But this tinned stew... carrots? I think, yeah. When's the last time you ate something that wasn't tinned or froze or, or just chucked in the oven? When's the last time you actually had something good? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what sums it up for you. Yeah. Uh, it was scant, basically. 
Um, one of my worst. Um... <laughs> th- your beef and onion stew, that's gang. That's brilliant! That beef and onion stew, that's my tip of the day. It smells like cat food. It's not <laughs> cat food. It's, and, and it ruined a whole saucepan. Ruin the whole saucepan. It always blamed me for that. It wasn't even my fault. It was your saucepan and it turned green and furry. It green and furry. Just washed it up. It wasn't mine. We, we've banished it to the garden. It's not my fault if mould chooses to infect my saucepan <laughs> out of all of the other saucepans. <laughs> and just, your mugs. Just, not my mugs. But you've got that smegging mug up there which is like... That's your mug! Not my mug. I your used mug. the Be Happy mug. That's my mug. Yeah, you gave it to me. Yeah, after I broke it. Um, that's relevant. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop arguing about who's most hilarious. Yeah, I think um, one of my most stu- worst student meals is probably the, back uh, on track. <laughs> one of your most scraping the bowels. It's, it also involves it involves um, uh, stewed beef. <laughs> I literally run out of everything else and just find this tin of stewed beef and a tin of potatoes. Stewed beef doesn't sound nice. I've not ever had it. I think it's mixed vegetables. I just shoved it all in a pan, boil it up. Stewed beef, potatoes, like mixed vegetable. Like a sort of stew thing, basically. It's really not good. Anyone um, had more scraping the barrel meal? I usually have pasta with some butter on it, pasta and beans, that's always good. Sometimes well, just toast, lots of toast, lots of toast. It's always a good way. My most scraping the barrel meal for being quite hungry and having no food was rice with Cajun spices on it. That's all, <laughs> that's all that I make the Cajun spice off you. All I had was rice. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going shopping. <laughs> Have rice. What can I put with it? You won't miss a, a little teaspoon of Cajun salt. That was a bit scraping the bowel. Yeah. I ate it. It was quite nice. I ate the whole thing. Um, have you had dials we know how? So have you ever made yourself a meal that you've just not been able to eat because it's been that bad? Um, the one that sticks out in my mind is that really dodgy tin pie curry. Pie curry is dodgy to start with. Yeah, it's just it's, not I've nice. never tried it before. And I, mean, I cooked up a load of rice and cooked up the uh, pie curry, put it on top, and couldn't eat it. That's one smell of it. It's like, oh, what was that? I did warn you beforehand on that one. Yeah, but again, I think that was all I had left in the cupboard. Um, I've got some. I've, they were cheap when I bought them. Sainsbury's, not basics noodles, but instant noodles. Well, the yellow ones. Step up um, the yellow ones. Yeah, yeah, they're quite good. I had some of those and just couldn't. I've got another four packs left because I couldn't eat the first one. The whole thing. I got like halfway through and went, "This is just crap." Quite good. You get you can get a prawn flavored one. Right? I think I've got one somewhere in that cupboard. They get, get just they've gone up to nine p now, but the nine p noodles aren't they the basics ones? Yeah, they're really good actually. You get it right. You have been known to buy a box of these noodles. <laughs> it was actually well, they're like the Astor ones. No, it was the same please one. There was only like half full when I just I was gonna have like a load of them anyway, so I thought I might as well take the box. <laughs> yeah. Um the meal I had the other night was quite interesting. What was that? Well all I had for dinner was half a pack of pistachios. That's an odd meal. Yeah. I had a sudden craving for pistachios and when I was back in London and I didn't eat them so I bought them back and then quite hungry so I sat down and ate half a pack of pistachios and then I wasn't hungry anymore. I didn't have anything for dinner. That is an odd main meal, I'll be honest. I have recently, and you've discovered this a while ago, I kind of slowly took a while to be convinced on it, discovered the joys of sandwich fillers. Yeah. They are excellent. They are pretty good. The egg, the, the egg and bacon one, That's good. is good. I've not, I, I never want to buy two of the same one, because I want the two for £2.50. Yeah, no, no, no. So I'm trying to find the second best one. 
The bacon sweet, sweet corn and thing. I didn't really like that one. It's right. Um, so far, my top second one is the tuna and sweet corn. Oh, I didn't enjoy that. Tuna. But yep. there's still a few I haven't tried. There's a prawny one you can get. Um, a prawny one would be nice. Which is quite good. And there's, I think there's the, Cajun, egg- the coronation chicken had raisins in it, and I never oh. think raisins work in the place. Coronation chicken's beautiful when it doesn't have raisins. Yeah, I don't like raisins. Or sweet almonds. I, might, I, I quite like raisins when they're not chucked in food. Yeah, a little bowl true. of raisins, well, those little boxes you can get, they're yeah, really nice. They are but, but yeah. too, really like Especially when you cook them as well, because you just um, sausage cheese. Yeah, and then people nice. chuck them in curries, and like, get out of my curry. Yeah, <laughs> that is actually my view on cooked ramen tomatoes. <laughs> so yes. Um, any other food anecdotes to share with the all geek public? I'm guessing not. Not <laughs> <laughs> really good, anyway. Um... Is there any more? No, I generally eat what I make, except for those noodles. Because, you know, I've gone through all the effort of making it, and I'm going to eat it. The thing but about those noodles is, you can keep them in your cupboard for years and years and years. I have and had them for over a year now. do run out, then you can just put them in. It's not like rice, they've got like built-in flavouring enhancers and things. Just... I think next time I am scraping the barrel for food, those noodles will suddenly, um, a pack will have gone. That'll be it for the day, because I'll probably be chucking them up. I don't really, they're not that bad. They're just not nice to eat. So, that was all Geek No Chic for this week. So, we're going to leave it at this. I'll say uh, a few things at this point. Visit our website, allgeeknochic.podbean.com. I might change some stuff on there one day. Um, email us if you want to become one of our elite listeners. You can email us at allgeeknochic at gmail.com. As you've heard, we'll probably read out any email you like. We don't mind at all. We'll read out anything. I may even reply to you one day. You never know. It's possible. Uh, join the Facebook group if you haven't. That's good fun. You can find us by searching for Geek No Sheep, presumably. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, but again, by searching for Geek No Sheep. Um, anything else we should point out at this point? I said point twice in a sentence. Um, what the first episode, uh, if they're not already on the YouTube, they will be soon. Oh, yes, look at the subscribe to Giles' YouTube thing. Yeah, you can do that. Early stuff, they come with pictures, depicting what we're discussing. 98. So Did you yeah. get a Moolah picture? Yeah, I've got, there's a picture with the Moolah. We talked about the Moolah for ages. The picture with the Moolah's on there for like five minutes. I was going to put different ones on, but I couldn't remember. You couldn't find any picture of a Moolah in action. Yeah. There's also a pink tank on there as well. Pink tank? Anyway. You know, I found out recently, and I... I <coughs> all you know, chic listeners, here's your homework for the week. Find out if this is true. I found it somewhere on the internet. That, um, and saw a picture, it was amazing. But if it's not true, I'm going to be gutted. There is a species of dolphin in the world that is born, lives, and is always the colour pink. How amazing is that? Why would there be pink dolphins? That's crazy. I don't but it could have been it. some Photoshop thing that confused me. and yeah, It was like a <laughs> That's why I want someone to find out for me, because I can't be I'm quite happy living in my belief that there's pink dolphins in the world, because that's amazing. Um, anyway, we leave it there? I think so. Remember what you have to do at this point, Charles? It's been a, yep. like a week and a half. Oh, what? Yeah. 
And it's what? Keeping a clock in the morning? Well, it's 8.24 in the morning. Yeah, it's cheaper than that. You'd be up like by the... You'd be left the house by the tea, I don't know. So, <laughs> goodbye from Tim. Goodbye from Giles. Goodbye from Giles. Goodbye from me. See you, pals.